Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. One, two, three. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Tiffany Hoyd, and you're listening to Hogs Havens Riled Up. We're bringing you the hottest red skin topics with a twist. And here with me today is my impeccable co-host, Alana Bearfield. Alana, let's talk about that twist. Oh, talk about that twist. I'm so excited to be on today, especially in this time of sports is not happening and what's happening now with sports and what's going to happen in the future. So thank you for having me on and I can't wait to delve into what is going on with the Redskins. Right, right. And we have a special guest and every guest is special but this particular guest is a trailblazer she's of course um as a, a she's of course an hbcu grad she went to dillard university astasia williams she is the head of social media for our washington redskins that's a very big deal as an african-american woman she's one of very few in that position so and she's a mentor for you alana Right. No, she mentored me in college. Still, I think of her as a mentor today. And just to see her track record of literally going from out of college, working for the Carolina Panthers, going to D.C. United, and then bumping over to the Redskins in under how many years, she is literally speaks to what it means of grind, what it means to use social media as a platform, and what it means of black excellence, honestly. And excellence for women. COVID-19 might have this month, <laughs> but this is still International Women's Month. And so that's why we wanted to highlight a very special woman in this industry. So let's get right into it. Welcome to the show, Astasia. What's up, guys? So happy to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And I, I want to start us out with your resume. I know we gave it earlier. You work for DC United. You work for the Panthers, the Washington Redskins now, the head of social media. You're a trailblazer. And I don't know if you know that, but you are. What does that mean for women? What does that mean for African-American women, you being where you are? Oh, wow. Uh, Trailblazer is a big word. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's kind of cool. It's, um, like you said, just something that I've kind of just, like, worked for. Starting off with my internships in high school at Dinosaurville Chief newspaper. Just, like, from then on, just working at, um, interning at news stations, getting little jobs here and there, and just meeting people um, and networking and stuff like that. I just, you know, I've always been in the grind mode and just making sure that, um, you know, my success is, you know, in my hands and just making sure that I'm not trying to lean on everybody else and that I'm going to go get it on my own. Right, and that's 
really important, especially nowadays. But why do you think it's so important to have women, especially women of color, in these roles, especially what you're doing right now, you know, social media manager at the Redskins? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we all talk about um, just how important it is to have representation. Um, I got a message the other day from, uh, someone who just started following me. It was just like, I literally just told my daughters that the person who just joined the Redskins social media team looks like her. And I think like something like that was just like so heartwarming and just a reminder, just like, all right, there could be another girl, um, that looks like me that wants to do this. Cause it's not many of us. Um, uh, it's not could be the only one still maybe possibly but um but yeah it's you know social media is still new and we're still trying to figure it out but it's nice to know that you know there's someone like you doing it right this is still believe it or not International Women's Month. I know it's taken over as Coronavirus Month, but um, being that it is this month and you just talked about women um, looking out for each other and kind of like young girls looking up to you, you might be the only woman, in, black woman in this role. Matthew Holmes, he was previously on the show and I know he said he worked with you with the Panthers for a little bit. And he said that you had a, you had a female mentor that kind of like was instrumental in making sure that you got to a point of success how important is like that for other women even if they're not women of color to look out for other women coming up yeah i mean in fortunately enough like the women in this league um they're super really close-knit and they're super helpful and i've been able to lean on to them for questions and even some of them like when uh they ask me for like potential candidates that they want to hire like i'm quick to just you know shoot off names to them and profiles and all that stuff so like they are looking to want to diversify you know our our division and our um in our careers um so like they they're super helpful it's you know half of the nfl teams are run by women uh running their social media accounts they're just great <laughs> i mean i'm trying to find the words to say it but i've been able just you know lucky enough that i can just always just ask them questions about it because i mean although i've been in the nfl you know for two nfl teams but this is only maybe my third going third year or fourth year going into um, right. you know in the NFL so I'm still fairly new to this and I'm still learning like as I go so it's always good to have you know people around to ask questions that are good doing it Right. And I mean, you're fairly new, but in some ways you're, to me, you're like a social media guru. You know exactly what hashtag to use, when to tweet, when not to tweet. I mean, for what you just did with DC United, I mean, I know you tweeted on a Sunday saying that you had 141K followers and on Tuesday it was 143K followers and you continue to grow. So what are how do you balance having that personality but also being professional when you are running these accounts and running your own account? I guess like for me, I don't try to bring too much of my voice to the brand account, which it can kind of get kind of complicated because you want your social media branding accounts to have a voice, but you don't know like 
we don't want it to be too much of you. So like right now we're kind of shaping through our tonality and just like, all right, going into this new year, like who are we? Who do we want to be? Um, you know, like we have a fresh new team and all this new staff and all this stuff. So it's just like, all right, this is our time to just kind of shape things and just make it new, right? Um, so now it's just making sure that when I'm doing this, it's not too much of me. I, I talk in a certain way, like being from the South, so I just need to make sure that like, right, I don't need too much of my lingo coming from like the rescue account, but just making sure like it's still a brand and still organization, but we're representing a whole team and not just like me, if that makes sense. And then just to elaborate on you being able to blow up essentially the DC United social media coming to DC, it's it's such a a cultural environment, and you, you're already familiar with this because I know you've divulged into it. But how how important is it, and how do you directly get to DC fans? Because we have so many different things to draw from. Like, it's it's the White House down the street. It's go-go music. Like, how do you take attention towards the sports teams? Being that we are sports, it's not that hard. Um, DC United had its own draw to it because it's an MLS team. It's like, that's just, that just comes with it, right? And, there's, mm. and like, the DC United fan is so solid and so loyal. They're just going to come regardless, you know? So, like... If anyone joins the team, they're like, they're they're going to know who you are. They're going to follow you on your own personal social media, and then they're going to want to know what's going on with their teams. So like any sense of newness, like everyone's just buying in, and that's the kind of um, thing like with the Redskins, like being that it's it's still the NFL. Their fan base is loyal. They just want to know, like, all right, let's get this party started, you know? So. Um, <laughs> So it's just like stuff like that. Like fans know when like something is new. And you kind of got the party started when you started your Twitter show with the Panthers out of bounds, which was really interesting. You sat down with different athletes, players, and really got to, you know, got them to relax. You asked them questions. Do they pick Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Where did you come up with that idea? And will we see that with the Redskins? Yeah, it kind of started off because, like, I am a coaching daughter, so I've always been in, like, the locker room and the field house just talking to guys. So it's like I kind of know how to build relationships, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just making sure, like, just, like, keeping that a part of my job. And that was basically me at the Panthers, right? So, like, I'm always at practice. I'm kind of, like, I was kind of like a boots-on-the-ground person, collecting content, going to community events. So I'm spending a lot of time with the guys and just trying to, like, get to know them and then just, like, making it relatable. So, when it was time to do the show, I didn't want it to make it seem, like, transactional. And I didn't really want to talk too much of football. So, and I know these guys really want to talk about football. So, it just kind of worked, right? And... I think Gabe Henderson, who's no longer with us, but he did great. He did something like that with uh, our players at the Redskins. So, yeah, so looking forward to see how we can bounce off that and get some out outside of football and more into the culture stuff. And we know with a lot of athletes being um, journalists ourselves that they're not always that great in front of the camera or willing to get in front of the camera. Uh, the good thing about the NFL is not a lot of people take that Marshawn Lynch approach, and a lot of your stars, they're they're camera friendly. How do you maneuver with the players who don't necessarily want to be in the camera? 
Yeah, it's more so about um, building relationships. Um, that's basically what it comes down to. It's that not making everything you just ask out, ask out. Hey, can you do the stuffy video? Hey, can you do this? Hey, the fan over here, can you give them a shout out? You know, stuff like that. It's like asking, like, hey, how is your family doing? Um, I know your wife just had a baby. Like, how how is that going? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like stuff like that. Just treating them as like human beings. And you know, you're really familiar with the Redskins. Where were you and what were your thoughts when you heard Ron Rivera was coming to the Redskins? You know, you were able to connect with the Panthers and to kind of see another familiar face. How does that make you feel? I mean, it's super exciting. Um, I mean, I was telling my parents when I first got the job, I was like, I don't know how many people are lucky enough to get to work with like the same coach that they started with um like it's just because like i know i know the philosophies that coach Rivera has i know how he wants like things to operate and stuff like that so um it, it definitely helps it's a bonus so i'm just looking forward to see you know what he could possibly have changed or what could he not have uh, possibly changed so is there anything that like you have in the near future for the social media i know everything's kind of on standstill with coronavirus and we want to get into that but is there anything like we can look forward to um with social media anything new um or just new for like the redskins yeah um not at the moment um i think we're all just kind of like being that we're just kind of like in this kind of pause at the moment um we don't want to kind of just um flood the fans with like such newness right now and with everything going on with free agency and then all right what do we do after that you know so i think we're just gonna kind of just take our time and play it right here which is understandable but for our listeners who are three people or five people that everyone should be following on twitter right now from music to artists to anything that you think that people should be following at least from like the social media side i think um ad week does a really good job talking marketing um i like uh let's see my friend tj at twitter he's pretty entertaining i'm trying to think uh oh my gosh you guys really put me on the spot i wish i was social media hashtags and how important is it for like the Redskins do you like do you think that you guys will eventually need to put something in places like 
this is our this is our year motto and this is what we're hashtagging every time and and like how important is it to really like think about the captions that you guys are putting on these posts um i mean i think like with anyone think of like hashtag or social media marketing and when to use it and what and making sure that it works for you because sometimes like you have to check hashtags before you just partner with one just in case like okay if we do like see a 52 and that's like someone was like murdered with that hashtag or something like that so like just anything like that you just have to check uh, when it comes to hashtags or like if the hashtag is like attached to pornography or something mm-hmm. um, I know those are like drastic examples but it's something no, that I had to learn um, so yeah I mean like hashtag uh, marketing is still a thing it can definitely help um, but I don't know I'm curious to what hashtags you can use like I said with this whole um, pause within sports right now it's like we're just trying to go day by day literally day by day and for the listeners um you're a former athlete played volleyball at diller university and since we are literally in our house staying home what are some workouts that people can do what have you been doing i know that you've been on a health journey for a long time and your amazing results this girl has been eating clean working out at 6 a.m 5 a.m in the morning you are on it. So what are some tips? I would say, like, on Instagram, there's so many people who, um, who are just providing workouts and stuff like that. Like, honestly, like, just start getting outside, going for a run and going for a walk. Um, I just started this new program that's filled with, like, at-home workouts. Um, and going back to hashtag, you can literally go into hashtag, like, home workouts, and you'll just see a whole bunch of results, like... But, you know, take it day by day. Start with, like, 15 push-ups a day or, you know, however many push-ups you can do. Just do the things to get your... You know, however many you can do. <laughs> um, just to get your body moving, so... Got it, got start it. Start small, then uh, work your way up. This is really just a crazy time. Everything is in limbo, and it's almost like it's surreal because most of us are staying inside. We're all quarantined. Most of our listeners right now, they'll be quarantined. Um, like, what is it like from the inside of the Redskins building, like, right now? Like, when everything hit, when they're like, okay, we're going on lockdown, was it, like, more of a surreal? Or, like, what are the thoughts in the sports world as far as those professional teams? Um, I mean, like I said, it was just something that um, just – done across the league and you know uh my friends they uh they're just saying you know we're all just taking it day by day i hate to keep saying that but like we just don't know you know what's going to happen so luckily like with our jobs it's social media and it's digital so we're able to do our jobs um from home so thankful for that um and then we're just seeing what happens you know trying to keep the fans um optimistic and distracted with football posting like um, traditional highlights and you know just posting photos like today is national puppy day it's something that <laughs> fans get excited for so <laughs> so it's just kind of just stuff like that to try to keep um spirits up Right. And keep everybody's mind occupied. And mental health is a big one also when it comes to this. And I know this year you said you took control of your mental health, which is very important, especially for people to really delve into. 
what are also other things that people can make sure that their mental health is on the up and up when during this time? It's on the getting outside part, right? Um, I mean, a lot of us just are going to be inside. It's like you're going to be missing like that vitamin D, and that's just like super important when it comes to your mental health and and checking in if you're able to like checking in with um, your therapist virtually if they're not doing in house appointments. Because um, there's a lot of people on, uh, who are doing that, so I would suggest trying to find that, and then just keep in contact with the people that help you through your mental health journey, um, whoever that may be. Um, just reaching out to them and just letting them know that you know when things are going wrong or when things aren't right. And I would suggest journaling. Um, that helps. That's helped me a lot. Something I try to do daily. So. You know, those are just little things. And meditation as well. My final question for you is is, is about reliable sources. And in an epidemic, mm-hmm. a pandemic like this, where there's, there's social media is running rampant, like it always does. And then you have our major news outlets that have had a lot to say. And then you have, like, President Trump's advice. There's so much information coming at America right now, sports fans. How should we disseminate, like, what a reliable source is? Right. And we keep hearing about they or my cousin works at the Pentagon. Oh, and everybody's who, cousin works who, at the who Pentagon. Who should we listen to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really just kind of have to just read um, and read from, like, valuable um, publications like New York Times, Washington Post, um, um, and just really kind of just watching the news more. However your political views go, whether that's Fox News or CNN, whichever. Um, and it is kind of just like not really listening to much of what our friends are saying without any just valid information, you know? So you don't want to, because that would drive you crazy because you just hear like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this, oh, we shouldn't be doing that. Okay, well, what am I allowed to do? So like <laughs> those kind of things that have been things just always in your ear can just drive you crazy as well. Right. And there was this comedian that posted you ever heard of top notch she's on wild and out <laughs> she, she no, said, oh she uh she's a comedian and she said wow everybody cousins works down at the pentagon now i'm gonna go and, and see if they're hiring pretty much <laughs> <laughs> seriously so we just have to be smart in what we're listening to and um really check fact check our sources as well and hold people accountable absolutely all right. Thank you so, so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know that you're going to have an amazing year with social media. We're going to be watching you because um, you're an inspiration for us as as people that you got, you've come a long way in a short amount of time in this industry and in what you've been able to achieve. Uh, you're an inspiration and you are a trailblazer. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, so you much, guys. All right. No problem. Thank you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Riled Up. Again, we are riled up to bring you the hottest risk in topics with a twist. As always, you know you can follow me on Instagram at TTALegend. That's T-T-A-L-E-G-E-N-D. And on Twitter at Tiffany Hoy, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-H-O-Y-D. And Alana, you want to give them that social? Yes, of course. It's Alana Bearfield at A-L-L-A-N-A-B-A-R-E-F-I-E-L-D. Once again, it's A-L-L-A-N-A-B-A-R-E-F-I-E-L-D. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, remember to stay riled up.